Hello, addicts, non-addicts, and supporters. Welcome to the Diary of a Young Addict podcast. I'm your host, Mare, and I'm a 23-year-old recovering addict with over five years clean from drugs and alcohol. This podcast is all about recovery from addiction and what that looks like as a young person. Okay, guys, so today I have two of my best friends here with me. I'm in Nashville right now visiting them, and we had a little epiphany of like we should record one of my podcast episodes because these are two of my best friends since I was 12. Sixth grade. So I have my friend Anna Rose here, and then my friend Shay is at work right now, so we're gonna kind of record it separately and I'll put it all together. But um, I've known these two girls since I was 12, and they saw me like start using, go through my active addiction, and also like go through my whole recovery phase. Like they've been here through literally the entire time. So yeah, so me and Anna Rose and Shay all met when we were 12 in sixth grade. And so I don't know, like what were your first thoughts about me? I mean, I was a, <laughs> I was a crazy kid, y'all. I was a crazy kid. Well, Meredith and I had every single class together in sixth grade, so we basically had to hate each other or love each other, (laughs) and I decided that I loved her. Um, She, as I'm sure most of you guys know from the podcast, has a super bubbly and welcoming personality, so that's what initially attracted me to her, as I was definitely more introverted than Meredith, but we just got along really well and kind of clicked. And I was already friends with Shay and a couple of our other friends from elementary school. And Meredith just like fit right in and we just had such a silly time together. Yes, I just just got like adopted into the friend group and that's like, that's still my friend group today. Okay, so like I said, so um, as some of y'all know, like my using started when I was 12. Like that's when I started using drugs. Went straight through drugs, didn't like, I tried drugs before I tried alcohol crazy whatever that's some people's story and I'm so sorry if y'all hear a cat playing in the background (laughs) just ignore it so yeah so all my using started when I was um 12 and then progressed until like that like as y'all know some of my story like I started using when I was 12 right went to IOP when I was 16 and went to treatment and then I worked um a program called CA a 12-step program for a couple months Sponsor ended up dropping me and then I went back out and relapsed until I was 18 and uh, That's where that's like what's got me to where I am today. I've been clean since 18 and I'm 23 now So Anna Rose when did you notice all of this starting like were there any signs were there anything like that? Um to be completely honest. I'm not exactly sure when I realized all this was starting I think I was pretty aware of your beginning to use drug usage at the end of middle school beginning of high school um i got sent to um private school for a year or two because i was a bad kid right and i think that's what i really was like oh okay like this isn't great but just backstory on me and i don't want to speak for shay but same thing with shay um neither one of us like really drank or did anything great influence yeah in high school so i think that like we were kind of like I said yeah or middle school so I don't want to speak for her so she can she can touch on this too but like at least for me I was just so out of the loop and like not in touch with stuff like that so I was like oh this is what Meredith's doing it's not good but it's also like okay well I see the good in Meredith and because um 
we were doing silly little fun sober activities. Yeah, yeah, I never. I don't think. I don't think with y'all. Yeah, like and, and yeah, maybe you did, but it was more like you talking about it, so we never really saw um, yeah. you using and saw how bad it could be. At least when we were young, when I first started to realize like, oh, the things aren't good. You were always like great around us, mm-hmm. so I feel like I never really like. Yeah. connected the dots until later which yeah. I'm sure you will get into yeah but that's sort of when I realized like okay Meredith's using is like not great but it's also like you were still a right. really good friend to me and to us and you've and always still had like, fun yeah and, and like I was just really stable and who I was at that point <laughs> yeah. in time too that I knew you weren't going to be an influence on me and I think I was just hoping I was going to be influencing you and that we were still having fun and we were still right. good friends so I was like yeah. not really phased by it and, and Anna Rose has like always been a very non-judgmental person same with Shay yeah y'all that y'all like y'all always been very non-judgmental like came from like a neutral standpoint like it was never like oh my god Meredith like this is so bad right you just kind of just took it as it was right essentially well yeah because we were never going to judge you for it which I feel like is also why we were just sort of an outside perspective and not really like realizing the extent that it was because we were also like okay well it's Meredith's life she can do what she wants as long as like we don't see harm coming towards us or like her directly right it's not really our place at least at that first stage (laughs) at the beginning of high school um, so I guess like going into this, so like, I know I'm a, I have given y'all a perspective on addiction for sure. Yeah. Did you, before meeting me or like during meeting me or whatever, like, did you know anyone else that was going through anything similar or anything like that? Yeah. So I personally didn't know anyone, but my mom is a rehab major in college and she worked, um, in a like behavioral treatment center, um, for a lot of her life. So I was just sort of raised knowing that addiction is out there and like she was not pretty strict on us. um, And she was never, but she was never, yeah, she was never an addict. She had no experience with addicts. That's just something that she got interested in in college and decided to pursue it, help people. And then she ended up being a pharmaceutical rep. So just sort of in that like drug arena. So I always like grew up knowing that, but I also just feel like I was instilled never to judge people. And that this was, it's not a normal thing, but it's also like, you're not a bad person. Right. You're in, you're not a bad person because you're an addict and you should be able to help people. So I feel like I was never judgy towards you or anyone else. And I also was like very aware that there were people out there that were dealing with this because she was helping so many people that were dealing with this. So I just feel like I was not stigmatized in my house. Therefore, like I didn't really think much of it with you as well. And I definitely feel like, like since COVID essentially, like I would say that since COVID, I know I, I have heard of a lot of people like that's when their addiction got bad or like that's when they started because like they didn't have responsibility to go outside of the house and go right. to work or like you could just like work fucked up. Some people can right. do that. And I also feel like since COVID, like that's kind of when the, when the mental health uh, stigma started being lifted because mm-hmm. people started like realizing their depression, like with not having, not being able to be social. And I think that like, I say all that to say like, recovery also started becoming more normalized i believe Mm -hmm. since covid and more so like in the last like two or three years i've seen a lot i don't know if it's because of my algorithm or whatever but like i've seen a lot of influencers that i already knew like come out saying that they're addicts in recovery and it's so it's so cool to see something like that like people who already have influence showing people that it's okay yeah. It's okay to like not use, you could still have fun and be so open about it. Like Christian Veerling, mm-hmm. I think that's how you say his last yeah. name. Yeah. I was already following him and he would joke about being an alcoholic all the yeah. time. It was crazy. And then came out about being in recovery and it just like made me, it made, like 
that shit just makes my my heart so happy yeah that's just like the first no, person that awesome. comes to mind but there's a lot mm -hmm. of people in that same realm yeah for sure so i know like going back to this like in my addiction i definitely lost friends because of the people i was hanging out with um outside i still always had the good people like y'all yeah holding me down on the side but like i was also off venturing into my own shit getting mm -hmm. into trouble and all of that and like how did you feel about the other people i was hanging out with did you notice it even yeah um honestly didn't like super notice it to an extent but i obviously knew who you were hanging out with or at least the people that you were telling us you were hanging out with yeah them and yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan, but I think the thing that like hurt me the most as your friend was just that you guys just weren't good friends to each other because you were just in a circle of people that just weren't making the best decisions. Right. Therefore, you weren't making the best decisions. And I think that was sad because when you were with us, you were a great friend and so fun to be around. And it was just sad to sort of see- Like, how are you doing this? Right, like you go down like that- person. Right, yeah, like you go down that spiral. But because I didn't know your other friends and wasn't involved in that, it also just wasn't really my place to like say anything to you yeah. about that because at some point you've sort of got to figure that out on your own like it's not True. you know we if we were to tell you we didn't like them i don't think that that would have done much yeah good for anyone because yeah. it wouldn't have been done good for our friendship or right because backstory um i had a friend i will not name this friend but i had a friend who did not like like i mean one of my biggest regrets today like i had a, like i mean y'all know if you're an addict you know addicts like i had the best intentions when i told people i was not going to use or when i told people i was going to do something they wanted me to do and i didn't end up doing it because addiction is a strong bitch and like i ended up using still or i ended up going against what people say and so i had a friend who like i still truly do respect so much to this day we are not friends and have not been friends since like middle school because she had told me that like she did not know she did not like who i was hanging around and like it was hurting her reputation too yeah. and understandable like that like obviously i was upset about it because i lost a like she was a great yeah. influence too and like man that like broke my heart and probably led me even deeper into my addiction but like i had this great ass friend who like is going to go far places mm -hmm. in life there's two like multiple of them who like they did not like who I was hanging out with outside of them. They were definitely not good people, did mm -hmm. not have good reputations around the entire school. Right. You know exactly yeah, yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about. And like I was associating myself with these people and it did not look good on the rest of my friends for sure. Right, which obviously is something that like we should take into account as your friends, but also I just feel like my stance on the matter was just like, okay, well, I am a person that can kind of help you even though I yeah. wasn't helping you and you were a good but friend back to me. But just being there and supporting well, that's what, me Right, that's what I meant yeah. is that like at that point, like especially a couple of years into middle school we were so far deep into our friendship and i already respect you so <laughs> we were too deep no we were too there's no maturity <laughs> but no like seriously like i already like had so much respect for you as a person even though i saw you around people that were making poor decisions like yeah. i just didn't think it was worth it you're like I deep see, down i know that well, Mary, right that's yeah. why i like knew your goodness because i was becoming friends with you as you were starting like before slash on the brink of when this was happening so i knew right. you're like i knew your potential and we we just like had so much fun together that I was like, okay, I don't think it's worth it. Right. For right. me to, you know, like I could, I could see that you were going to get out of this phase and that it was just a phase. I don't think I realized how deep the phase was and that it was going into addiction. Yeah. I was just sort of like, okay, well, she's not in a good, a good phase in her life, yeah. but she'll grow out of it. And obviously it took a lot more than just growth, which I'm so yeah. proud of you for doing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> do you think, I don't know, from the outside, like, do you think there were any factors 
like things in my life that drove me deeper into it. I, like I don't think so that I know. No. Of. I think it's just it was meant. It, it was gonna happen that way no matter what. Yeah, I don't really think. Yeah, I don't think that there were any factors, and I don't really think like you actively really did anything either. It oh, just like to, sort of like to myself fake. to like cause right to like okay. right, right yeah yeah like yeah, I don't yeah. really I. From my perspective, I don't think so. I just think that that's sort of what was going to end up happening. Yeah, I think, I think, because you can be addicted to anything. I just right. happened to unlock that door when I used drugs and right. realized that, like, obviously, like, a drug addict, yes. But, like, in NA, we talk about how, like, addiction, drugs are just a manifestation of the disease. Right. Other manifestations or slash symptoms, like, I can be addicted to shopping. I can be addicted to men. I can mm -hmm. be addicted to like so many other things, even when you take the drugs away. Right. And that's part of what, what recovery is. And the 12 steps is like, it's more, I have more than just a drug problem. I have a me problem. Right. And that's the whole, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So what were some points when you noticed it was getting bad? I guess this is like in high school, it's yeah. kind of where you're saying it got worse. What were some points when you noticed it was getting bad and like what were your thoughts in those situations? I mean, I think obviously the biggest moment where I was like, oh shit, this really isn't good is when you got arrested. And that mm. was like... And that was at the, that was yeah, at the end. Yeah, I know. And I think, yeah. well, I think, okay, I do remember, which I don't know if Shay will touch on this, but um, there was a time where one of us, I don't know if it was her or who it was, someone came to pick you up when you were an outpatient. And I feel like that's when we we're starting to sort of realize that things weren't good. Like like um, when you were in doing your like, whatever you did this for yeah. like the six months or whatever, junior year maybe or sophomore year. So like an outpatient is when I would go uh, like three days a week, yeah, for yeah. like three hours yeah, a day yeah. or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. yeah, when you were doing that, I think we were starting to be like, okay, well like, you know, this isn't good. But we were seeing, at least from our point of view, or at least my point of view, I need to stop saying we, yeah. that, um, that you were like putting effort into it. Yeah. But then I think the real big like oh shit moment was like the arrest. And then I just think then you going into rehab and everything at that point, I just became so proud of you. And I was like, okay, well this is like really- like this to is go away for like right. a month is no, a I know. big deal. Yeah. And like, I just was sort of like, school. and I felt a little bit of guilt too for not even realizing that it was getting to that point. And, but I don't, I don't think there's anything I could have done no. except for support you. Um, I didn't want, like, even though I was still making all these bad decisions, like, I I knew that y'all were good influences on me and y'all were people I did want to keep around, so I tried to not, like, merge the two worlds too right. much. Yeah. Well, and I also just think at that point, too, obviously, I was never going to, like, judge you or anything like that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, the only thing I can do is support you, especially after you get out. and Which takes a lot you. of people sometimes right. to realize. A, it takes some people a really long time to realize that. Even right. for me, even as an addict myself, like, supporting other people. Yeah. Because I want to be in control of the situation and shove information right. and shit down their throat because I think I can change. Right. Or alter the course to make it find recovery yeah. faster or whatever. Right. Well, and like, I didn't drink and I wasn't around those people or anything. So I was like, I can't, well, first of all, our friendship just meant so much to me that I was like, I want to be there for you. And then I was just like, okay, well, when you get out of rehab, like, I'm not going to let you relapse because that's not what I, I'm even doing. So the stuff that we're doing right. when we're no, hanging never. out. Yeah. We always like, had I, sober fun. Right. I was like, we always had so much fun. So I was like, this isn't going to impact the way that I think about you or our friendship in any way. Right. So I just need to be there for support. So I would send you memes and rehab. <laughs> Y'all, this girl, Anna Rose, <laughs> while I was in rehab, she sent me this fat <laughs> ass envelope of like printed out memes from from the internet and i like vividly remember <laughs> I, like she like if y'all know the moth memes like like 
the moth. M-O-T-H. Yes. M-O-T-H. <laughs> there were moth memes going around while I was in rehab, and she sent me all these, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, like, moth memes. Like, I don't even know. What it, you just have to, like, look them up. But it was, like. No, it was hilarious. That was, yeah. like, the biggest internet trend. And I was like, well, I can't have Meredith missing out when she gets out and, realize, like, being behind on the trend. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you guys know me, you know I'm a big, like, pulp culture stan and, like, all of that. And, like, I keep up yes, with the trends. I'm literally. That's, like, what I want my job to be. So, I was like, Meredith needs to know. Like, she needs to know, so she's, she's not off date. the grid. Yeah, yeah, right? She can't fall off now. No, no, no. <laughs> Only a month gone, yeah. and she's, like, sitting me, no, like, literally, giving me updated. I'm like, you have that's to know. So funny. Anyways, that's kind of besides the point, but... I think that that's when I was like, okay, things are really bad, but also like now it's my responsibility as your friend to really help you through your recovery yeah. journey. And like Shit I was saying, right, that I like, that's not what I was involved in whatsoever. So I was like, I am a good person. What about so when I, I went to private that. school? That was bad. That wasn't yeah. even because of me using drugs, y'all. Like it was, but it was also, it had, like I've, I've, I've put it on here before. Like mm -hmm. it's because like I, I got caught like sending nudes yeah. in school, not like during school, but like to people around the school. And then my name was associated with yeah. that and it was just negative and so like my parents decided to send me to private school to kind of get like people forget right. the negativity associated with my name and then like when I came back people didn't even talk about it so it worked right. it did work yeah and I mean that's when I well like I was saying earlier I think that's when I was like okay like this is more than just a phase like she's going <laughs> off to private school yeah but I also think like I mean we were like 15 at the at the yeah, time too yeah. so i don't really know if i realized the severity because i was also going to private school for but because very different reasons yeah. um so to i don't know if, like right like i don't know if my 15 year old brain really like comprehended right. the extent of like why you were going yeah so i was like oh things aren't good and meredith's not making the choices i would make but like private school will help. She's in a just, good right like just like it's gonna help me and then it like obviously didn't and then yeah yeah and, and like and as y'all like if you're an addict you know that like you can put me in any place in the world and I will still fucking find dope. Like, it does not matter. So I got sent to private school and found all the people that were still using it and went through the exact same thing I was already going through. Okay, so how did you not, how did you try to navigate our friendship after noticing I was going down the wrong path? Like, like this question is just kind of like, did you, were you careful in the way that you approached conversations? Were there, were there certain things you tried to avoid? Were you trying to avoid me? Like anything like that? Honestly, I don't really remember our friendship changing a whole bunch. The yeah. only thing I can sort of think about is just like a bit of flakiness. Yeah. But also sure. just like back, like backstory on me for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like really into academics and I was also a dancer. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I also just sort of had like my own like life that literally did not intersect with yours at all right so i feel like the time that we did see each other which i mean we all saw each other like very frequently yes the only thing i can really remember is a bit of flakiness but i feel like at least in that phase of our life we were all being a little flaky because we were all you know yeah. doing our either extracurriculars or school but I was or really like negative right and that's what i mean is that now looking back it's like okay well you know Miriam was flaky because she yeah. was not doing good stuff but because everyone was sort of like you know going through their own shit in their own way at the beginning of yeah. high school especially right. I don't think I really like picked up on that being <laughs> problematic or even being a bad friend because yeah. I was like, oh, like I also flake because I have a test, but uh, we're just flaking to like do drugs. Yeah. So, like, I think in like my like 15, 16 year old brain, oh my that's the only thing I can really remember is flakiness, but I also don't really think anything was off guards, like in terms of like stuff we were talking okay, about. Yeah. I also just feel like it helped a lot. One that I was just like really secure in myself yeah. and I really wasn't gonna be influenced. Um, and I also just was not really an enabler slash like you were saying, I think you try to keep right. your life separate yeah. from us. So like, I know. feel like I was even like, when I think about it now, which I, 
I don't even think about this that often, but like when I think about it now, I kind of look back and I feel like I was almost even a little. Y'all will y'all were nothing ever than right. just supports it. Ugh, nothing other than supportive, but I still felt like I guess a little bit hesitant to tell y'all about the recovery journey and like what was going on my head in my head because like first of all I I, I knew that y'all didn't understand it to an extent right. because when I was going through this I didn't even know what was wrong with me mm -hmm. I just like it was more like I said it was more than the drug use I, I was fucking over people in every way shape and form um and yeah I just feel like I was hesitant in sharing about the depths of my recovery journey but I think I kind of was with everyone in the beginning because I didn't know how to just how to just drop the ball and talk about right. deep shit like that like that's hard to do like at, like it took me so long to be honest that was one of the hardest things for me when I got like in recovery like, like was trying to be honest and truthful and be a trustworthy person like those things were so hard for me um right. and going to meetings helped me with that because like you say, I'm Meredith, I'm an addict. And then right. you could, you literally just talk about yourself yeah. and what the fuck you're struggling with or what you're doing good in your recovery. Like that's what helped me become so honest and be, I guess, become comfortable talking about this, especially with people in the, like in the meetings, people who knew what I was going through. Right. Yeah. But I, I guess I was just like, okay, I can bring this up, but like, what can y'all even say about this? You know right. what I mean? And I think that because I like, there's never really a stigma around addiction for me. I, I was just sort of like, okay, like Meredith's going through this. I'm still going to stay, right, I was like, I'm still going to stay her friend, obviously, like, my mom is helping people that are dealing with this, so yeah. I see that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I also think just going back, framing this, you know, in a 15, 16 year old brain, um, of a person that literally all I did was school and dance, so I was not really <laughs> yeah, around this environment at all, um, no, is yeah, that there was, don't, like, they, like, they, like, that's like, like, the kind of dancing you did and all that stuff, like, y'all were there, like, every day, like, so many hours of the week it's like you don't even it's like athletes like you don't even have time to well right yeah like i just think. wasn't really like you know going out that just also wasn't my personality so i think i just sort of had this film of ignorance of like you talking about what you were going through and because it just wasn't stigmatized and because my mom was helping people on the other side i was just sort of like okay well like meredith's gonna get better like she's gonna help herself i also just yeah. knew how you determined manifested you me into no this i know well, and i think <laughs> i knew how determined and how good you are that i was like okay there's no other option you know like yeah. You're a great person and like you're gonna get through this. Yeah. So I feel like that was just sort of my whole mindset throughout our whole friendship is I was like, okay, I'm not gonna let this affect our right. friendship because like you're on your own journey that I know you can get through, even though there were lots of like bumps in the road and obviously right. so much harder than it is to say that. And I know that now. And I think that's when it hit me like senior year when I was mature enough to realize how much of a struggle this is and like how amazing it is that you've been able to be clean and sober for this long and how much of an impact that's now had on me personally the older that I get the more that I'm like wow this is an incredible right. person but I'm yeah. so happy is in my life like I'm so so happy that you're my friend because it's amazing what you've been able to go through and just the good that you can share even through your job but also yeah. through this yeah. and like the insight that you can give us and the rest of us around it and just like you know, not even just through, get, right, not even just with this, but it's just like, you want to be a helpful person yeah. and you want to help people, not just through recovery, but in every aspect of your right. life. So that's just a really good quality that I've respected from you ever since the sixth grade. Oh my gosh. And I, that now I can really see manifested, like now yeah. at like 23 years old. Yeah. I'm, I'm like sitting here kind of thinking like, I admire the fact that you could look at me and not see all the negative things that I was doing or like the actions I was taking or... What I, even when I was doing to other people, like you never mm -hmm. took that, you never like 
like being my friend you never looked at that and treated me differently even though like I was a different person with you like you only saw or you decided to like only look at how I was with you I guess like you saw the good in it essentially right I mean yeah because I like I said we've just known each other for so long too and I know all you're good and like I said yeah. like you're just such a helpful caring person and you've been that way even when you were dealing with your addiction at least towards me and that was yeah. just what I like chose to see and that's why there was like light at the end of the tunnel because I'm like okay well like there's still so much good in you and yeah you're like telling us and we're seeing all these other shitty things that are happening to you but like I said, looking back and especially when I was becoming like 17, 18, when mm -hmm. I was getting older, you really put into perspective how challenging and hard that is and how much you were, how much pressure was really put on you. Yeah. And it's just so yeah. admirable that you were able to like take all that on and still be good friends to us. Like, I don't <laughs> right? like, I'm I like, keep, damn, I, don't I know, know, like I keep saying, like, I don't want to speak for shy. So I'm sure she'll like have her own insight. But like, yeah. other than the bits of flakiness, like you really were and still are one of my best friends and favorite people ever. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah, like we, we, we went through all of this, but, like, our friendship really has not changed that much. No. Even through all of this. Like, yes, we can talk about deeper shit now, right. but, like, our, our, our friendship really has not really changed that much because we were never people that... We never went out drinking together. We never right. used together. We never went to parties together. Like, that was always... Like I said, it was always something I kept separate. So, like, looking at our friendship, it wasn't... Yeah, it always stayed the same. Right, and it's much. also just fun to have childhood friends because we all really grow up together. Yeah. And obviously, like, your struggles are a lot more significant than mine are in terms of just going through your addiction well, and stuff objective. like that. Right, but we all, like, we got each other through our hardest times in life, 100%. period. Which is, like, even my, you got me through some of my worst times, and I hope that I've been a support to you. And oh, I think yeah. that that's the thing about childhood friends that's so like yeah. sweet and touching is that like along the right way. no exactly yeah. is that like just we just mature together yeah we grow which together which is so awesome and so fun to see and it's like yeah are the core of why we're friends because we can be silly and fun together yes but the, the more we've grown and just the more we've grown in each other and the way that we see life I just feel like it's starting to merge even more and more and more which yeah. is just so special it's a cool thing yeah it's a and cool I thing think to watch. yeah we've definitely been able to help each other with that I believe yeah. just you know being able to talk about deeper stuff like this yeah because I mean yeah like back then it was like why I don't know like it was almost even like hesitant or I don't know it was like almost even like hesitant to talk about stuff like that I don't know I, I mean know. yeah I just you feel like I mean? when you're young you're young and yeah it's like why would if like, that's yeah. not what we were talking about when we were being silly yeah and scootering we around the neighborhood like and that. like right like like then we would make like <laughs> We would laugh at shit like that. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, we were just being silly middle schoolers. Yeah. And, yeah, obviously there are times I'm more worried about you than other times. But, right. like, you've always just been a good friend to me, which I also respect that you were able to keep Thank that God. separate. <laughs> and yeah. I still think even if you weren't, I, I still feel strongly that Shay and I oh, yeah. were just so... Like, we just loved you so much that yeah, we were not going to let you go. So yeah. we were going to do whatever we can to help you. And, I mean, Meredith, you should take credit. Like, you did it for yourself. And that's awesome. Partly. Well, yeah. Yes. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you really stuck by it. And that's... Yeah. Like, it definitely like, takes some commitment yeah, to decide to fucking right. change your entire lifestyle. Right. I mean, y'all, like, like, these girls are still my friends because I... I mean, like... Like I've told y'all before, like I've had to, I had to change my entire friend group. That's why I relapsed when I was 16 and I didn't this time. I strongly believe that is that like I changed who I was hanging around and I didn't have to change y'all because right. you weren't fucking bad influences <laughs> on me. So thank God I like, so it's like, yeah, a lot of my friendships are from only when I was like, mm -hmm. like I don't have, a, I don't have a lot. Like I don't yeah. really talk to anyone 
from high school or middle school besides y'all. Yeah, which I just also feel like is special. And I think that that also just goes back to core personalities too. Yeah. That we just got along so well. Right. And like, regardless of what we were going through, in our phases of life, we were gonna stick by each other. Cause like I said, and that's I mean, and that's like that's an organic fucking right. friendship to like to never. I don't know, cause I like I think about it and I had all these friendships where like all, some of them all we would do is use and smoke right. and go to parties and like get fucked up together. And I would use them for their house and their parents to uh -huh. lie to my parents and just like like a lot of these friendships I had or like what I thought was friendships. Like we were literally just using each other and like. I look at our friendship, it's so fucking organic. Right. Like, we did nothing but just. Right. Like, just, well, you right. know, I don't well, know. Well, even like, beyond, I mean, like, I obviously didn't have the same circle that you did in terms of, like, drugs and partings and stuff. Right. But, I mean, I've had my fair share of bad friendships as well. Yeah. And, you know, just knowing people that you know have got your back 100% won't fuck you over in the Yeah, you don't have to And, like, we don't, it. right. Like, I literally don't have to question with you whatsoever. I know you've got me, Hell regardless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fight anyone who fucks with my no, friends. Literally. <laughs> I have a couple more questions. Okay. This one could be, this one could get deep. It could be, it yeah. could be anything. And it's just, how did my actions affect you? There could be, like, this could be taken in so many different ways, shapes, or forms. Yeah. Um, I think that, okay, this is kind of answering the question, but also not kind of answering the question. Okay. I just think now, your actions, looking at it now, you've just been such an impactful person in my life. Um, because you've been so strong through everything you've gone through and you've really stuck by yourself and proven it to yourself and proven it to those around you that you can do this. And I just like admire you so much. And I think you've also given me that key of empathy. Like I said, addiction oh, and stuff yeah. like that was never, um, stigmatized and it was always like an open conversation, but I didn't really know anyone which personally, so right. Yeah. Which I feel like, yeah, it's very Not unique that that's have the that. way that I was raised, which I'm very thankful for. Yeah. Um, because we I feel like, Meredith. right. Yeah. <laughs> we I love Mama yeah. <laughs> so, um, I feel like that's why when you were going through this, I never really thought much of it because I was like, okay, well, you know, this is a struggle. Just like and other like a, people a lot have of, their struggles. Yeah, you like, knew a lot about and like, I your knew, mom dealt with those people. Right. So like, oh, it's not that uncommon. I also know a lot of people that are close to me that deal with mental health struggles. Right. So I just, you know, like addiction is a mental health yes, a problem as well. So I just thought of that as, you know, someone that has like OCD or depression and stuff like that. And I also see those people as well as Meredith, like it is so hard to change your behaviors. And like Meredith said, she had to totally find a new friend group and stuff like that. And that's Lifestyle. something that I've so admired from you. And that's something that I've taken from you and I put into my own life. Um, that's awesome. That, like it's possible. Like right. you can literally start from scratch and right. be okay. And be it's great. not easy, but yes. like it can, it can be done. And be so helpful. Like just the way that you think and care about other people is just so admirable to me. And I feel like <laughs> I'm not like the most caring person in the entire world. <laughs> So, um, you are, but, but not, every, no, like, but not in the way that you are so hands-on and you immediately, like your first thought is to help people. And that's something like beyond your addiction, but just like through your, our friendship mm -hmm. from the sixth grade is something that I've like really respected. And that's, that's how you've changed me for the better. It's, it's so just, weird. Like, I'm always just like, I just, I don't know. There's certain aspects of myself that like, I know I'm like that, but it's also like, why do people think that? Yeah. Like, is it? Do th people think that through personal experiences with me? Do they think about it, what they've heard? Do they think about it, what they've seen, like, um, from afar? Like, like yes, like, I'm, I don't know. In my head, it's I, it's the fucking disease likes to talk shit mm -hmm. to me. But it's like, yes, I'm a caring person, but it's also like, why do people say that, that I am so much of that? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I but I mean, I just think the way that you've been able to support me and reach out to me 
throughout our friendship and I think that also yeah. like we went even to, doing long distance well that's what I was like, gonna what, say like we years? went right we went to different colleges now we live in different places and mm-hmm. like you're still one of my best friends and it's because you reach out to me and you yeah. support me and I know that you've got me um, and I always I always try and I feel like that's all, honestly always one of my downfalls is like I have people like keeping up with people I try but I just feel like I don't know well yeah I and I think try. that that's I mean that's hard for anyone yeah. but I'm just saying that I know like you're the one reaching out to me when you know I'm going to be home and like stuff like that. Yeah, but for I sure, really for sure. am like, wow, okay, like Meredith cares about me, like as a friend. And Even I also if I'm not reaching know, out to you every single week or something, like, yeah, I'm always there. Well, right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you don't need to. And that's a, that's the thing about long distance friendships as well as long time friendships. Right. We've known each other for so long that I just know that I, I can call you. I did call you. Yeah, um, yeah. For a backstory, I did get hit by a car oh, <laughs> um, a couple months ago. She ran, y'all, she texted me. She's like, Meredith, <laughs> I just got hit by a car. And I'm like, what the? Fuck. Yeah, and I, I wanted like, like texted me the meeting. I'm like, are you okay? Like, right, and Meredith immediately Facetimed me, like dropped everything, called me. Um, which you, as you guys know, Meredith's a nurse, so I just wanted some some background on what she, I should be <laughs> doing okay. if I should go to the hospital. Um, and I just like didn't really know who else to turn to, and I obviously went to you for your professional experience, but also like I knew you were gonna care about me as a friend. Of course, yeah. And it was just like that action of like immediately like me texting and being like, I got in this accident, what should I do? You immediately called me. Oh yeah. You immediately I'm scared. Went, right, like you wanna know, you wanna be there for me, you wanna support me. Um, as a friend, as well as like just giving me your this is advice, literally like a couple months ago. Well, right, and that's just the most recent example. But there's yeah. been so many times like that where I just know that I can be like, okay, well, I know I can ask Meredith yeah. this, or like Meredith will give me her insight, or like I know Meredith will drop everything to be there for me, and that's literally what she did. For sure. And it's just the people that did that for me, especially during that hard time. That's just the yeah. specific in- instance. It's like, okay, like that's my best friend, you know, like yeah. that is someone that cares about me and wants to be there for me. Always, always, always. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how, so how, yeah, okay, so the question was how do my actions affect you, and like the next one I have was how, how have your views of addiction changed from knowing me? So like, I guess also like, you, you had these views from mm-hmm. what your mom showed you, and it was already like, destigmatized views right. to an extent, like, I don't know, I guess from like, I, Anna Rose is like an, at, like she listens to my podcast, she's yeah. number one supporter, swear to God, um, her and Shay, yeah. um, and yeah, so, like, I guess with the views you already had versus, uh-huh. like, watching me, go, even from an outside perspective, watching me go through uh-huh. active addiction and recovery, how have your views changed, if at all? I mean, I feel like it's definitely made me a lot more empathetic. Like, I already had a non-judgmental view, but you could be non-judgmental and not really, like, You could be non-judgmental on the it. outside and still judge in your well, head. right, That's and, sure yes, and be like, okay, well, I'm not going to judge them, but that's not going to be my friend. Or, like, you know, yes. like, you could also yeah. have this, like, internal bias of... You know, being like, oh, well, I don't do drugs, so we'll have nothing in common. You know, like, stuff like yeah. that. And I feel like I already was non-judgmental, and I, you know, didn't think anything of it. But you being one of my close friends and having to go through it made me a lot more empathetic towards the situation. Yeah. As well as, like I said, addiction. I mean, you can touch on this more. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but addiction is, like, a mental health um, problem is, yeah. as well. And because there's been a lot of people around me that have dealt with mental health issues, too, just having... It's a different view of mental yes, health. Yes, that's why, yeah, yeah it it's is. like a different view of just, like, the different struggles that people are going through and the different way that people's brains can think. Um, and it just made me a lot more empathetic towards the way that you, as well as other addicts, think about things and go through things. And yeah. that I just can't think, take some things personally and that it's the addiction speaking and not you and stuff yeah. like that. Um in terms of anyone that I meet that may be going through addiction or in recovery, yeah. um, having you as one of my best friends has really shown like, okay, I not I, I, I will so never much, I yeah. will never understand what you and you can what always you're going ask through. questions right, about, but yeah. it's like that I know that 
I, you know, I know that you're a great person, that you're my friend, and that I, I will and am friends with people that can go through it, and right. we have a lot in common, yeah. even though I can't relate to your addiction. And, <laughs> right. Right, like, you know, and it's just like, I mean, not, it's just like anyone else with any other mental health problems, but like, everyone's brains are just wired, wired differently, yes, and it just exactly. gives you a different perspective on the way that people think. Same thing with people with depression or OCD mm -hmm. or um, bipolar or any of these other like mental health things. Their brains just work differently, and that doesn't mean that they can't be good friends to me right. or that they can't be... A really good person a positive yes. influence in my life right. so I feel like that's sort of what you showed me with addiction is that people that may be going through this or in recovery like obviously you're still great people and I can still and be we're friends trying, with you we're trying like, to be good people well, right. we no, still no, no. fuck up well, yeah you know? as I do you yeah, know like yeah. everyone does yeah like, yeah um you know same thing with anyone else that has any other struggles in their lives like everyone's right. just trying and we're like human. just yeah just because your brain works differently than like mine does or other like everyone's brains work differently we're all a little fucked up you know like <laughs> And I think that that's what it's shown me is like you can still be a great friend, a good person, yeah. and like someone that I can still be really close to. Yeah, and I think the empathy piece, like, it's so weird, but like my own addiction and recovery showed me empathy for others right. too. Like, I guess it's just the fact that like when when you go through something and you have that personal experience, you have more empathy for the right. people. Like, like once I understood what was wrong with me, and I realized that like I know. Like, like, I know that this is a problem with, a, like, I, not that I necessarily knew other addicts at that age, which is weird to say, because, like, right. if you talk to, like, anyone else in, in my program, like, they'd be like, all I was hanging around is fucking addicts. But, like, I don't think the people that I, like, look, I don't, I'm not even friends with them today, but, like, mm -hmm. looking at some of them, I don't even think they were addicts. Right. I was, like, the problem, and I was mm -hmm. the one who introduced a lot of people to drugs and this lifestyle, and, like, I definitely have resentments against myself for that, but... To have the empathy of just like, well, now I can look at this and like know the struggle. Like, right. like, yes. like, like I said, like when I was going through this, I didn't know what the fuck was wrong with me. I, mm -hmm. I knew. If you read the description of this podcast, it just changed it recently. It was like I was hurting everyone in my path, even though I had good intentions. I was lying, stealing, and cheating with friends, mm -hmm. um, family. Like I was stealing from my friends. Like I was doing all this shitty stuff, yeah. and. I didn't know why. It was like not even necessarily when I was high I was doing these things. Right. Like my addiction wasn't when I was just high. So it was just like I didn't know what the fuck was wrong with me because it's like drugs weren't even in my system and I'm still a terrible person. Right. And to know that like there's an answer and then I, I have that answer I can share with other people and just like yeah. Or even just give them a listening ear of someone who understands because like when I was going through that all I needed was someone who is like who I am today. Right. All I needed was was someone to give me guidance or listen to me or be a fucking doctor, counselor, whatever. But right. like knowing that if th that they had gotten clean and like went through what I did yeah. and like that it was more than the use of drugs and it was just like they still went through all those terrible things and what were a terrible person but like were able to like reinvent themselves essentially right. and like oh, to yeah. know that there's a light on the other side. Like I have. I, I've grown empathy for myself right. for other people through right. my own story, which is so weird to say, but like, and also just like to take away the drugs and to think with a clear mind yeah, and become a good person through like step work. I have, um, I have become more right. caring. Like, yeah, yeah, I was caring before, but like when like the addiction got, like my, like my addiction got bad and like through all of that, like. And I was still a kid at the beginning of it, so obviously I was somewhat of a good person, right? right? But, like, I did not feel like a contributing member to society. I didn't feel like a good person. I didn't, like, I was just full of shame and guilt. Uh-huh. And to, like, to just, like, go from that and, like, see that 
there is light on the other side right and and it's like it's okay like other people go through this right and you like yes you're gonna feel shame and guilt in and of yourself but like I can tell other people that I don't shame them right. for oh, it oh yes you know like it's okay like I've been I know where your mind's at right now right. like I understand to an extent right. obviously I'm not you but like I went through the same thing and it's okay right you know yeah yeah I don't know. oh yeah no definitely having that key piece of empathy is so important yeah I'm just so glad that like oh that's what I was saying like um I got off track but like um step work make like becoming a good person and becoming someone I prou- I'm proud of through recovery like um that's helped me be a good friend yeah like I did not feel like a good friend not that I was a terrible friend before at the beginning of our friendship right. but like down the path like there's only so much you can cling on to right. of, of an addict you know but, right um I just like I don't know like just through step work and stuff like I'm saying like I just I've got to become a person I'm proud of I got to I've got to be I've got to make up for the how shitty I was to people and I've got to follow through on commitments like when right, I said right. when y'all are like come to Nashville I said fucking yeah bet, I'll be there yeah you know like and like right. just three months later I'm here now and right like, I don't know. I just get to do that. Well, and even like, I mean, this is like a really, really silly example. This may not even have anything to do with your addiction, but yeah. like we do, we've done Secret Santa for what, like nine years now, oh my God, I know what 10 you're years, saying, yeah. something like that. Our very first year of Secret Santa was in seventh grade and um, we did a white elephant exchange and Meredith brought a bear that she found on the bus. Oh my God. As her gift. <laughs> but now Meredith kills it. Because like, I, I feel so right. bad. Well, okay, yeah. Or I the mean, fuzzy sock one. Yeah, yeah. That was one year, like the year, like fucking the year after that. Like, I, like, I just, like, it, it just showed, like, it does, it does, it does kind of correlate. Because it's like, right. I did, it showed that I didn't care. Like, right. it wasn't, like, this was something that we did every year. It was an annual thing. It was us and our friends getting together. And I just did not, like, thinking so hard about their gifts. Like, this was something that we... We're so, we love doing Secret Santa. Yeah. And like we would prepare for it for months. And I fucking found a teddy bear on the back of the bus and gave it to someone. You know, like that's just yeah. so shitty. And right. then the year after that, like I went to Kroger the day of and bought like 15 pairs of fuzzy right. socks to give to someone. Like that's just shitty. Right. Like, like these were such, our Secret Santa, just like put in perspective, like was such a per, like we would pick someone. Right. Right. In our group of like five people at the time and like, it was so personalized and like you felt so special and then whoever I had for Secret Santa just got like the shitty gift and so like yeah those were examples of what I did then and so like since then they know I've told them that like like they're like man Meredith like you do so good and like yeah like I'm trying to make up for all the fucking years that I that I did right and like now Meredith like her gifts will be like inside jokes or like very personalized towards us I mean like it's so special because we can see that you're putting in so much effort and that you're you know, like, you know us now. And that was the thing, too, is that we were all best friends. So it's like, okay, well, pers- like, Fuzzy Socks is not personalized. Yeah, no, Right, no. like, we saw you every single day. 15 pairs. Right, <laughs> like, you clearly just walked in, grabbed them, and left. Which, like, is fine. And also, we were 14. So it's like, <laughs> how much money did we really have to spend? And, yeah. like, how much time, like, we were having our parents take us to the grocery store yeah. to get the gifts or the mall. And it just shows, but, it, yeah. But it also shows the effort and just and how I much, other like, priorities totally, is what it really well, means. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, the rest of us were able to you know, get our parents or whoever to drop us off and get these gifts and figure it out, even though we were 14. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so some of that just comes with age and maturity too. And, you know, having your own finances and your car and everything. But yeah, that definitely just showed where your priorities were lying because I'm sure that you had the time and money that you were just not spending on our gifts. (laughs) Right. Especially (laughs) the time and thought. Right. Right. And like the caringness. 
So that's just like a little example, which like doesn't, you know, that didn't impact us or our friendship. It's now just a silly joke. And it's always, yeah, been, now a, it's a joke, it's always like, been a silly yeah. joke. No one was actually like pissed. But when we would draw names, mm, everyone, she might have been a little pissed. No, I know. And, no one wanted, <laughs> right? No one wanted Meredith. It was like a running joke with the rest of us. Like, oh God, whoever gets me out of this yeah. getting the bad. Or whoever Meredith has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like whoever Meredith has. It's like, like oh God. Right. It, like, we better compensate because yeah, yeah you know, like, <laughs> let's let's just get this person a gift just to make them feel a little better. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so I mean that was pretty much that was like a lot. Like, is yeah. there anything left that you want to leave the people with, or like anything? I guess the only thing I can really say is if you are someone who has no addiction experience but has a friend that's going through it or in recovery. Just, you know, strip away the judgment. And, yeah, that's a good. And I think always just circle back to those core reasons of why you became friends with that person. Yeah. Because I think that that's what's that's really, like, held us together. Is that I just knew, like, how caring and loving and how, what good of a person you are and how much fun we have together. Yeah. Um, that regardless of what you were doing, I, like, those are the memories that I reflect on. Um, I'm so happy that I got to do that because, like, I shitted on a lot of other friendships. And I know plenty of other addicts in recovery who, like they weren't able to separate right. that at all. So I'm really glad that like, at least y'all's friendship, I was able to do that to an extent. Right. Like that that just means y'all mean, mean a lot to me, I guess. Well, right, that's yeah. what I think that, that it's a two way street that we obviously were just like there to support each other right. and be friends with each other in any capacity that we could be at that point in our lives. And I'm just glad that I never let you go as you never let me go. Cause I'm sure right. I also, you know, we all go through reclusive phases, yeah. of, you know, especially with 11 years of friendship Yeah, that we always, you know, circle back to the reason why we were friends to begin with. So hundred percent. Um, and just like how much of an influential person you've just been in my life and how, how much I respect you as a person and your opinion on things. Not just really addiction, but every, <laughs> no, it seriously is because even, you know, yeah. when we were in middle school, a lot of our friendship was just like silliness. Yeah. Um, so the fact we that we've been able to women. grow, right. That we've been able to grow in maturity and like, you're just someone I can like not only lean on to have a good time, but like, I genuinely like respect you as a human and your opinion. And you're just so smart and knowledgeable about so many things in life now Aww. that I'm just so glad to have you as my bestie. Oh, I fucking love you. I love you, Meredith. Okay, y'all. We're going to wrap this. I, I, this was so long that I'm probably just going to make <laughs> A different episode for Shay and I'll just ask her the same things but if you listened all the way through thank you so much and I hope that you got a perspective you got you learned something you have something to take away from this um, and thank you for listening bye bye y'all if you or a loved one is struggling with addiction please reach out to the Samson National Helpline there's help available 24 hours a day, every day of the year. Please call 1-800-662-4357 and let's get you some help.